if you have body image issues, this may not be the episode for you. This may be a little PTSD. Today, and uh, it was back in 2010, we did a segment on the radio about uh, what's the worst thing that a guy said to you when you took off your clothes. Like it was rude. It didn't mean to be rude about your body, but he unintentionally was. And I want to see if any of these resonate with you. <laughs> Unfortunately, today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to this Wednesday edition of the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. It's so crazy because, you know, a lot of you guys don't listen in real time. I just got a message today from listener Grace, and she uh, just hit episode number 200. Just hit 200, which is cool. It's awesome. So, Grace, when you hear this, it's probably going to be around the holidays. So, to you... The, the happiest of holidays to you and your family, Grace. <laughs> Grace, message me when you get this because I think it's actually pretty funny. Uh, for those that listen, try to listen to every episode. That's amazing. And don't you don't have to. I, most of this stuff, I, I try to catch you up if you've missed anything. So that's, you know, whatever. Um, but thank you for being here. If you've been here for one or 167 episodes. It's awesome. We got three principles on this podcast. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to tell you about the most anxious, anxiety-causing day when you're a fat, awkward kid. And I don't think they even do this anymore because – and they might. They might. And and correct me if they do. But I can tell you as the fat, awkward kid growing up Mm – one of the worst days out of the, the school year was when you had to do the mile run. Oh, Ugh. I remember that. Oh. Nothing would get me more <laughs> anxious, anxious. I remember. than having to go in front of your peers Mm-mm. and attempt to run a mile, which again, I'm the fat kid, right? I'm not athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To go in front of all of your peers that are already making fun of you constantly and give them yet another reason to make fun of you when you cannot mm-hmm. complete the mile in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, back then, this is like, and I listen, I know every generation had their like their torture methods, right? Like mm-hmm. slapping with rulers and stuff like that. But did you ever get slapped with a ruler, mom? No. No, that was not your time. That was before no. you. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't go to Catholic school. Just oh. saying. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, so for me, that was always the worst day out of the year. And the, again, like I don't, if they, they still do that, let me know because it still seems so cruel, right? Mm-hmm. To have to go and, and it just it was it was tough. And every year I would never make it. I'd, I'd be hitting like a twelve minute mile. I'd have to walk a lot. I'd be breathing hard. It was just it was it was terrible. It was so embarrassing, so awkward. Right? And why did they make you do that? Well, it was just it was really it wasn't for any reason other than just to you know keep you fit. That's what PE was for, right? I mean, oh. a ten minute mile is not completely impossible. It's hmm. probably somewhat. Um, doable, I would say, for a child. Well, you could and do of it course, now. <laughs> all the jocks could. All the jocks could do it, right? Like all the kids yeah. that were already cool and popular, yeah, could just knock it out. They'd be hitting like yeah. the six minute mile, seven minute mile over here, you know. Yeah, Usain Bolt over here just running, running circles around you, pretty much laughing as you as you go, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was like to me, just I, I still have like a lot of bad memories thinking about like those some of those times in high school, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you, I was I felt so good. On Saturday, when I was at my sister's wedding, I woke up super early because I wake up every every morning early. It was like three o'clock and uh, eventually got out of bed and decided to go for a run. And I went for my best run ever. 
Hmm. I ran for almost three and a half miles. Wow. And my average pace was eight minutes and 36 seconds. Wow. And that was outside. So like for me, wow. that felt so good. Like so good. So good to be able to to like to do it, you know, like <laughs> and let me tell you, this is the reason I want to bring this up today. It's kind of like your midweek motivation here <laughs> is I'm not a, I'm not I'm not I'm not anything you know, like I'm not I'm not a runner. I'm not an athlete. I'm not a worker out or I actually hate working out. Mm-hmm. It's honestly something I look forward to the least mm-hmm. out of my day other than waking up. Yeah. <laughs> is, <laughs> is Don't my you mean workout. going to bed? <laughs> I love going to bed. No, no, no. I love, I love oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you say other than waking yeah, up is what you no, don't like. I would say gotcha. waking up, waking up at 345 is my absolute least favorite yes. thing I do all day. Yes. And then my second least favorite thing is my workout hour that I love. It usually ends up being about 45 minutes, maybe 30 <laughs> minutes when I finally get my butt down there. Because typically I'm like, all right, it's four o'clock. And then I'll spend 15, 20 minutes getting ready and getting downstairs. <laughs> and so it turns out to be about, you know. 45, 30 minutes. But the point is back in the pandemic, you guys remember, I was really feeling self-conscious about myself. Mm -hmm. And I I just told myself, I woke up one day and I was just ready to do it. And Mm -hmm. I just, I've done it and I don't like it. I don't really Mm -hmm. look forward to it. I don't, Mm -hmm. uh, I I do feel good after I do it, but like I never, I'm not a runner. Yeah. I would never classify myself as a runner. Yeah. But now through probably two, three times a week, I'm either running inside or outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm just improving every time. I never thought I could hit an eight and a half minute mile. Like that was never so good. Everything I did train for a 5K when I was in Tampa, mm-hmm. and I was able to hit it in about 30 minutes, so about a 10 minute mile. Mm. Uh, but other than that, I've never, ever, ever been a runner. So here's my point: is like stop limiting yourself by what's in your brain. Mm. Stop limiting yourself by what's in your brain. If I would have sat there and said, I'm not a runner, then I, I just, I would still be sitting here. You know, I'd still just be like, oh, well, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe one day. And it was intimidating. Get on the treadmill was super intimidating. I was terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, I did 20 minutes and I was like winded. I was like, there's no way. And I, I walked a lot of that time. And mm-hmm. I just told myself though, that like, I want to do this. Like I want to, I want to get better at this. And so I went and I failed for many weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'd eventually get to like 20 minutes where I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be out of breath by the end of it. I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Then one day I, I went out of my comfort zone. I said, let me do 30 minutes. And it was really hard, super mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a few weeks after that, I said, let me go try to run outside for 30 minutes because obviously it's a lot different terrain. Mm-hmm. And then I did that, you know, and now I'm, you know, I just hit my fastest time ever over the weekend. So my point is, is you don't start great at anything. And if you keep telling yourself you can't do something, you're never going to be able to do it. That's right. I have a friend that does that all the time is she's, she's always tells herself like, I can't, no, that's not, that's not, that's not it. I'm not that. I can't do that. I can't do it. And I told her, I'm like, then you're not going to be able to do it. So right. little, little midweek, midweek motivation for you. Yep. Um, There's a quote and I don't really know who it's from, but it says, if you tell yourself you can't, you won't. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So good. I know I can relate to that because, you know, for, Really, four or five months before Maggie's second first wedding, <laughs> I had I had wanted to lose some inches, and then as I started looking at dresses, I ordered a dress that I loved and adored, the one I wore actually, that was a size smaller than my previous size, and um, I had been doing what well, I'd been walking, I'd been doing Pilates, mm-hmm. I'd been doing yoga, 
I've right. been really faithful about it, but I decided I wasn't going to let the scale deter me, right? Right. I was eating healthy. I, I usually always eat healthy. But anyway, when the dress came, I was like, oh, dear God, please let me be able to get into this dress <laughs> because I had really run out of options, right? You know how many dresses I went through. Sure. And I put it on and it was perfect. And look at that. And I felt so good about that. Yeah. And now I'm not going back to a larger size. Oh, no. Well, I'm just might, not. You might. No. I mean, that's the thing. Is like you might. Like I, I told myself not. that too. And I got rid of all my fat clothes. And then we went through a global pandemic. And oh, that was well. not not expected. A job loss in a global pandemic. Two mm-hmm. unexpected things. And then, you know, I put a little bit back on, a little bit back on. Yeah. Uh, but then you get back down to where you want to be, you know? You just got it. Like, this is, this is it. I just thought about that today when I was I was running downstairs and I was hitting some of my fastest intervals ever. And I was like, God, this is the, this is the kid that couldn't even hit the mile run. You so know? good. So, anyway, and I can vouch that. for that Saturday that you uh, definitely worked up a sweat. Yeah, I was. Uh, I came out rather and you were sweaty. soaking wet. Rather I'm sweaty. So proud of you that you've there. gotten well, up you. and you ran, and I know that made the night better for you. Well, yeah, I was pretty tired the rest of the day, but it's fine. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> Gives you lot, energy. Still a lot for me. Don't don't get me wrong. Still a lot for me. It calms your okay. anxiety. It's good for you. I need to. Uh, I need to do for the very first time a pre little victory. For the week because oh. it's Wednesday show right now. And by Friday, I want to be able to, to this to be my little victory. But I have to start today. Oh. And I really could use your help in this. Little victories is where we look back on Friday and we celebrate one thing that we did this week that we just were proud of. And it doesn't it's nothing big, right? Not I got married, I got a new job, I had a baby, but that's that's big victories. Like little victories throughout your week. Like last mm-hmm. week on the Facebook page, Certified Fans Facebook page, I said, uh, my, my little victory is Jess and I didn't kill each other this week. You know, that's, <laughs> that might be your little victory. You and your your partner of whatever sorts is, you know, you didn't, you got through another week without killing each other. That's great. <laughs> um, so this week, what I want to be able to say by Friday, and I swear I've got to be able to say this by Friday, and technically it's got to be Thursday because mm-hmm. we're running a day behind here. Mm-hmm. I am still, to this day, paying for Audible that I'm not using. Oh, Audible is the online book service, right? Yeah, I'm happy. I signed up during the pandemic and it was like a half off a couple first couple of months or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Like I need to get back into audiobooks and I go through phases. I went for a while I would listen to them all the time and then I'm I'm just not right now. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have as much time to really get into it, you know? And so I um <laughs> I signed up for it. it was literally back like last january and the oh. thing is is audible because people are like well, audible lets you keep your credits yes yes huh. they do but they only let you keep 12 okay so oh, I didn't after know a that. year of not using your credits eventually those other ones will just fall off oh. so every month for like the last six months i'm just throwing away 15 dollars a month for no reason whatsoever yeah and i'm like at every we every month i see that i'm like okay i gotta cancel but here's what they get you is because if the second that you cancel your account you lose all your credits mm-hmm. so if i were to download a bunch of books and then cancel that's one thing it's fine mm-hmm. you keep your mm-hmm. books it's no big deal but the right. second you cancel your account all those credits go away so yeah. I, that's why i've been like okay i gotta go download some books i gotta download some books yeah i gotta download some books so by friday this week Mm-hmm. I want to be able to come on here and say I my little victory for the week is I, I finally canceled my Audible account. And this may also be a good reminder for you because we always get stuck. Yeah. In those reoccurring payments that we yeah. just totally forget about. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's killer. And, mm-hmm. uh, so this is this is going to be mine. So here's my thing. 
if you've got a book that you just friggin' love that like meant a lot to you, I love all the self-help stuff. Like no, no nonfiction stuff, you know, or yeah. I, don't really, I don't really want fiction or nonfiction. I just want like self-help stuff, spiritual stuff. Uh, yeah. I like all those kind of like, like growth books. If you got one that really means a lot to you, if you'll like DM me or you can text me, it's probably easiest 888-Kramer8. Cause by Friday, <laughs> I want to be able to, cancel that account and we can actually start that conversation over on the certified fans facebook page like that one book that you would recommend to anybody mm. that comes to you like what's the one book because i think it'd be mm. interesting for all of us to kind of look through and like pick some out mm-hmm. you know that we uh that we want to do so yes uh if you'll start that conversation too on the, oh, on the certified fans page to see what people say about do you that. have one mom that like you're, you're for oh. sure like listen if, if you could only download one book the rest of your life this is the one I do, but it has a very Christian bent to it. And you think you'll get in trouble? (laughs) I tell my mom she can't talk about God too much on this uh, podcast. I know. He won't let me preach. But um, yeah, the book that changed my life was John Sanford's The Kingdom Within. And what's Um, it about? Give us a... a Give us a 20-second synopsis and do this too on the certified fans page. Like they don't just put their book title, but do, you know. It's quite clear. It's about getting in touch with the kingdom within you Mm. because the kingdom of God is not out there. It's not up there. It's within you. There you go. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I would say for me, I I really like the four agreements, which we're already going through. Mm. I would say Mm -hmm. that would probably be the one that I would say. Uh, I would recommend. I think I think the five love languages is great. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I like books with um, with numbered systems mm-hmm. in them. Um, <laughs> but I love I love the Alchemist too. I think the Alchemist is such a great story. Yes. Um, but I Beautiful. think if I had to recommend one book, mm-hmm. it would be the Four Agreements. And the Four Agreements mm-hmm. is obviously what we're going through on Fridays right now. Yeah. That's just about four principles to live by, pretty much that will make your life a whole lot easier. Um, yeah. And, and for a lack of better terms. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, good. Let's give that Carissa, our Facebook, uh, queen over here. <laughs> She's so awesome. We love you, Carissa. If you don't mind putting that on our certified fans page and we can kind yes. of comment that one book, if you could only re- recommend one book uh-huh. for like making someone's life better, what book would that be? And we'll and go over why? some of these this week and why? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give us a yeah. little description of like what it's about. Yep. All right, mom. This is always our most testy time of the week. <laughs> It's hump day. More, more issues come from this segment than anything else. <laughs> we call this mom tent. Mm-hmm. We call this mom tent. Mm-hmm. Mom tent is a uh, a segment that we do where my mom is. When we first started this podcast, she came with a lot of blogs she wanted to talk about, <laughs> newsletters. She subscribes to a lot of just random newsletters. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Uh, let's not. We're just not. Yeah. We're not going to do that. But then I was ah. like, you know what? Some of these are actually pretty good. So uh, once a week, I give them my – basically, we turned the show over to my mom. Uh, to bring us some of the best mom tent she's found in her inbox this week. So, yes, mom, what do we have for mom tent this week? Okay, you know I'm getting ready to get on a flight to come to Baltimore on I Friday. I know it. I so know it. excited, and you just flew to Georgia and back. I did. So we're going to talk about 17 things. Not all 17. Don't worry, Kramer. I <laughs> wish that passengers would stop doing from mm. a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Yeah, you can pick your top five-ish. Okay. Well, I'll just go right. <laughs> 21 would just be, yeah. it'd be a lot. We'd be no, here all day. It's 17. But no, I know yeah. we don't have that kind of time. I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ignoring us at the boarding door is a little rude. Oh. 
She says she'd be okay. surprised how many people step on board and won't even make eye contact with us, but will still try to hand us their trash on their way in without saying a word. That's <laughs> that kind of rude. So I, don't I, don't, I, don't, I think I, I think I say hi to people. I think I, I try to say hi. How are you? I mean, sometimes I mean, they're not looking at you, but I always say, if they say hi to me, I'm going to say hi to back to them as yeah. long as I hear them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, and typically I know they're always there at the front door and they're saying, hello, how yep. are you? I love that. Um, don't ask us if you're going to make your tight connection when we're landing on time. They're, they're saying that you know if you're using other flights and you don't and you don't take an hour, at least an hour. If you don't give yourself at least an hour between flights, you're pushing it. But they have nothing to do with it because they're planning to land on time. Yeah, that's the most stressful feeling, though. That's oh, the most stressful so feeling. Worse. And I always let those people go ahead too because I know that feeling of like, oh my gosh, like I, I you know, I'm about to. Uh, you know, I gotta um, get, get my flight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's already even an other hour stressful. If oh. you're going into Atlanta or whatever, oh, like yeah. yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, please All stop. Right. Please stop poking us to get our attention. <laughs> oh no, I truly don't know why people think poking or grabbing someone is okay on an airplane. I don't think it's really okay to poke anybody, and no. I think in 2021 we shouldn't be really be touching. Yeah, anybody. No, it's nasty. And by the way, if anyone listening is a flight attendant, uh, I'd love to hear your your feedback on this list too, because I'm sure I'm sure this is quite relatable. All right, yeah. Maggie has a good friend. This one, taking your shoes off on the plane is pretty gross. Who does that? I saw a TikTok video a few weeks ago about like someone that literally took their feet, like, and I'm talking like bare ass foot, and put it through like the armrest of the seat in front of them to like rest their feet. And I was like, why? Who? Like who? No. Who? Like no. why? No. No. no your no. your feet should not be exposed no. on a flight. You know that it's is nasty. you, and you feel like you are justified by doing this. We would love to hear your reason of why. And you, you know really, what I mean? And you really want to walk into the bathroom Ugh. with bare feet? That is no. the grossest thing I can it's think. Bad. Of. It's bad. So bad. Uh, we don't like it when you ring the call bell to hand us your trash. <laughs> Okay, that's fair enough to walk back there to be like, hey, take this. Yeah, exactly. All right. they, they say you want to put it in the motion sickness bag or your seat bucket bag or whatever. I think that's um, fair. Yeah. Um, it's not a wise idea to get up to use the bathroom as soon as you get on the plane and we take off. They're saying, please use the bathroom at the terminal before you get on because there's a lot of chaos and they're trying to get everyone seated. <laughs> And you don't want to delay the flight. Let me tell you, though, how anxious that, that how much anxiety that causes me when, let's say this happened on my flight down to Atlanta. So we were, uh, we were sitting there for, something was wrong with the weight of the plane, you know, Uh like it was off balance or something. So they had to take 30 extra minutes to get us off the ground. And as you're sitting there, like I've already sat down, I've buckled up, like we thought we were going to take off, but I had to pee. Like I had to pee and I was like, Uh. I know I'm not supposed to get up right now. So I, I literally, I waited till we took off, but then I couldn't wait till like the take your seatbelt off phase of the flight, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to risk it. I never know the flight attendant is going to say something to me or not. I'm always like, let me just see if this is going to be okay. I'm just going to act like I know what I'm doing. Walk Uh. right up there. Make this okay. Yeah. Um, Luckily I did not get yelled at. So that was a, that was a plus. That was a big plus. And I felt good about that. But uh, yes. That's good. That's a good list. That's a good list right there. 
Good. Good. Quick good, reminder good. while we're here is that my mom will be in Baltimore this uh, upcoming yes. week. So we will have no new episode of Certified Mama's Boy all next week. I'm going to take the whole week off, spend the time with her, and we'll be posting stuff, though, on the Certified Fans page. If you're over there, you'll be getting some new content. Yeah, and we'll you know be keeping me. you informed of what we're doing every day. And I'll always be, you know, we, we might, be, might be popping up. You never know. So yeah. uh, just a heads up on that. Okay, uh, quote yeah. for today, Mom. Uh-oh, now you know you have to wait a minute. I know, this transition. You have to change I screens. feel like every, every week we do this, and I feel like by now you may have a better system of getting back and forth between <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, one and the other, but, we, but it's been, it's been 367 episodes <laughs> and uh, we still don't have a great system of flipping back and forth between mom tent and, uh, and then the quarter of the day. Well, to be fair, it has not been 300 and whatever of mom tent days. That's true. Um, mom tent is one of our newer creations. Yes, no, you're right. Just cut me some slack. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fair it's, enough. Fair enough. It's from Mary Ann Williamson. Maturity includes the recognition that no one is going to see anything in us that we don't see in ourselves. Stop waiting for a producer. Produce yourself. One more time. Maturity includes the recognition that no one is going to see anything in us that we don't see in ourselves. Uh, Got it. Stop waiting for a producer. Produce yourself. Got it. So true. So What do you think true. about that? I know it's absolutely true that we are responsible for getting in touch with our authentic selves and being true to that. And when we are, people will love and accept us for who we are because mm-hmm. we will be genuine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can speak to that from just doing this podcast is like, this is by far the most authentic version of any type of show I've ever done. Right. Yes. Um, there's no, not a lot of yuck, yuck on this, on this side of it. Yeah. Um, and that was always a problem. I mean, I think that's honestly what I was so drawn to about this profession was I could kind of create this new version of me that people would like better, right? Mm-hmm. By being like, oh, I can go be on the radio. I'll be this cool guy. You know, look at me. Look at me. I'm so mm-hmm. cool. And because I, I mean, this is all subconsciously, right? But yes, I, I, I mean, the more work I do on myself, which I have therapy, by the way, tonight, I just remembered. Oh, um, good. I just, I just realized that's, you know, that's, um, it's kind of like, I'm sure where this came from was to get the approval of other people by being somebody yeah. that I wasn't. That and, you thought you were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know. I didn't know if I was truly myself, if anybody would ever like me. That's how I kind of felt about dating too. I've always had this, I'm not good enough mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you just got to try, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people are inauthentic in dating, you know? Yes. Oh, definitely. Like, you'll hear the quote of like, oh, I can't. You know, I got to wait 90 days before I show them that I'm crazy, which I mean, there's some truth to that, but like, um, we're all, we're all a little crazy in our own way. Right. We are. Uh, I don't know. This podcast, you guys just accepted me. And this is like the first time in my life that I felt like accepted just for Mm. being me without, you know, being the radio guy or whatever. I mean, this podcast is with my mom. It doesn't get much, much more stripped down than that. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah, you got to really maturity. Yeah. You know, as we grow and right. come to know ourselves and right. 
look back on our history and we acknowledge things like you just said about there is there is no need to play games to be someone you think other people will love and accept. What you need to be is who you are and be true to you. There you go. There's your quote for today and a moment in Kramer history in just a second. And you'll see how much you've grown. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Moment Kramer history in just a second. Uh, before we get to it, uh, certified fans, hello. I don't know. I, we're, we're entering into the uh, the, uh, what, what, the last hour. What's what's that? Twelfth hour? Is that what they say? I don't know what they say. The eleventh hour. The eleventh hour. What does that mean? By that? I don't even know. Understand that? I have understand no that idea, quote. Honestly, is it like saying like we're getting to? Like, Maybe let's, it's let's, one let's hour before back, the before, before midnight. Half the time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, entering. I'm gonna look at that quote so we understand that quote. Entering into Entering into the eleventh hour. Um, at the eleventh hour, um, just in time, this expression occurs in biblical parable of labors. What? Huh? In which the workers hired at the eleventh hour of a twelve-hour day received just as much pay as those that uh, began the first hour. That wonderful parable. I don't understand what that means. That means that Jesus treated everyone equally, whether they had worked 12 hours or they had worked only one hour. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then that really didn't make a lot of sense mm. in uh, what I was trying to say there. Mm. No. What I'm trying to say is, uh, well, I guess we'll treat you the same. We're, we're, we're rounding, we're rounding, uh, rounding third base. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, minute till midnight. Uh-huh. Whatever you want to say. We're uh-huh. getting really close to the end of this month is what I'm trying to say. And yes. we set out this month to get 10 new certified fans. Yes. We officially have uh, five new certified uh-huh. fans this month, which is really cool. Thank you for all of your support, by the way. And everyone else has become a certified fan. We want to hit our 400th certified fan is really our, our mission in my mom's birthday month. So thank you for the five of you guys that have joined as well. And we really could use your help in doing this. And I do believe in like, you got to put it out into the universe to get it right. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, we're going to get, we're literally going to get that many certified fans, uh, five more by the end of the month. So I'm going to leave it out there. I'm going to leave it out there. That's Um, two more days, right? Two more days. Mm -hmm. So certified fans are people that can donate a couple dollars a month to our, um, 
uh, to our to our podcast, and we're super appreciative. And you get a bunch of perks by doing it. You get to join our Facebook page, our Certified Fans Facebook page. Like for example, there's you know daily conversations. My mom posts on there every day. Um, we like for example, you would have been able to watch my dad's speech when he started crying yeah. to my sister. Like just mm. things like that, right? <laughs> and uh, those at our wedding this weekend, not just a normal conversation. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, you get that, you get discounts on merch, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but more importantly, like you're supporting your podcast. And so when you join, you get an episode dedicated to you. I would like to welcome our newest certified fan. And I don't have, you didn't fill out your second part of the, just knowing you join, you'll get one email that says like, congratulations. So if you, just knowing you join, go check your email because you'll get an email personally from me saying, hello. Thanks for being a certified fan. Yeah, Click here I to live. finish up to get all your discounts and special shows and everything else. And so um, when you don't, I don't have your full information. So I have to try to guess. I have to try to guess your name. And I don't have your name. And I can't even really make it up by what's going on with your email address. So I think your initials are KK. I think your initials are KK. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a Comcast email address. We'll put it that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so initials KK, please mm -hmm. go fill out your second part of your form so we can give you a proper <laughs> welcome. But this show is dedicated to you. Yeah. So just know that. We're super thankful for you. Our newest certified fan, 395 of 400 is what we're trying to get to. Yes. Is our initials, I'm assuming possibly KK. So KK, this episode is to you. Here's your official welcome whoop whoop. And this episode is dedicated to you. And my birthday month. And I'm so grateful. Yes. Okay. Whoop whoop to KK. There we go. Thank you for joining. And you can join us too. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8 or go in the show notes of this podcast or certifiedmamasboy.com. It's got a link on there as well to join us. So... All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. Okay, it's been fun. It has Love been. you forever. A moment in Kramer history! History. <laughs> Welcome to A Moment in Kramer history. It's where we look back at segments from my radio past and some of the wild stuff we used to talk about. This one, you know, talking about being like the fat, awkward kid. Um, this is a... Um, uh, a tough one, a tough one, because uh, guys, we're not we're not great at words. Sometimes we screw them up a lot, and I know there had to be a time where a guy uh, you took off took off your clothing, and he didn't mean for it to come off insulting, but something he said really did not hit the right way. It is something we did on the radio today, back in 2010, with your moment in Kramer history. All right, Miss McCarthy mm -hmm. was on. Well, who was she on with? Oprah. Oprah. She was on with Oprah, not yesterday, but the day before, talking about the first time that she ever posed nude for Playboy. Now, that's got to be awkward in the first place. Yeah, because, you know I, mean? I mean, if maybe if you're a seasoned nude veteran, <laughs> that's one thing. But <laughs> yeah. the first time that you're about to do that, it's got to be very nerve-wracking. This is the story that she told Oprah yesterday, okay? Mm -hmm. Listen to this. So we start off with just the undies, and you're standing there. So he says, lose the undies. So I'm a nervous wreck, so I'm like, okay, just got to do it. So I, uh, and all of a sudden, I hear, whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I, true story! And I go, you know, I'm checking. Is there anything on it? And I see them talk to the makeup artist, and the makeup artist comes walking over, and she goes, uh, they said they never saw anyone as hairy as you in their entire life. <laughs> and he says to the makeup artist, all right, you know what? We're going to shoot it. We're going to light it. And just, you know, it's, it's sticking all in other directions. Brush it up or something. So 
I am a horrified Oprah. So she comes over and she pulls out a paddle brush and she goes, I guess I'm not using this brush anymore. <laughs> okay. What a mortifying experience. Uh, Imagine taking your clothes off and somebody telling you that you're the hairiest person they've oh, ever seen. God. That has just got to be awkward. Now, we have to assume in this situation, there is no malice men in there. This, this photographer wasn't going to be rude. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in nervous situations, you just say the wrong thing. Yes. You know, and I want to find out. I don't know if we're gonna get phone calls on this, but I want to at least try. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to find out what was the worst thing that a guy said to you when you were naked. Okay, mm-hmm. kind of like with Jenny McCarthy. You know, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you didn't mean to come off as mean because he probably was just saying that to be yeah. part. You know, just to be part of a conversation. But he God, thought it was something polite. Um, Can you I imagine? He thought it was polite. Now that's a step too far. Uh-huh. Can you imagine taking your clothes off and the first, thing, especially if you're a woman, the first thing you hear is, "God, you're the hairiest person I've ever seen." Yeah. Oh, Not mean to be mean, but like no. it's something like that, especially if you're a photographer and you're just trying to get your job done, that would present a problem. So maybe it just popped out. What was the worst thing that a guy ever said to you while you were naked? Call us up 230 WILN. 230-9456. Or you can text us right now at 49330. Mm-hmm. Here's the reason that I'm a little bit skeptical on this topic is because Holly says this doesn't happen that often. I don't think, you know, with Jenny McCarthy's case, it was a very professional setting right. and it was almost like part of a part of a job like I said you know uh, the photographer is trying to do his job whatever you know the hairiness factor yeah. presented a problem but for him so it just kind of popped out I just know though I know though as a guy that when we can start getting awkward with situations like that man we just start talking sometimes right. I just don't think that anyone has any you know real instances like that where someone was said something awkward because usually when you get undressed no words are needed. Oh. To- no, see, I, I, I do. I, see, I, I, Miguel I, and I are on the same page because we're dudes and we I get awkward sometimes. And man. I'm saying, I mean, just, you know, coming from my standpoint, you know, dude with dudes. Right. And, you know, I've had a guy before, you know, say something really horribly awkward. And so I can see how it would be so easy for it to slip out of a guy's mouth because one time I was, you know, it was my younger days. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And I was with the guy, and you know, of course, old ins- or sensitive Miguel. I was like, "Gosh, you know, so sorry. I've been meaning to die." And then the guy like slaps me on my thigh, and he's like, "Well, you're built like a horse, so it doesn't <gasps> matter." He said, "You're oh. built like a horse." Yes. Didn't mean to come off offensive, man. But like, sometimes in his head, he was like, "Wow, he's really. This is gonna well, make him feel so good as a person." Hey, Lee. Oh, Lisa. Lisa, you may be the only person in this town brave enough, and I'm so glad because I know I know how dumb we no, are. No, it's not true. Well, I've been sitting here listening, and I was uh, contemplating whether or not I wanted to call. I hate people like you, Lisa. Call because mm-hmm. Holly's gonna. The second this mic turned off and nobody were to call in over this, Holly be like, "Told you, I told you, mm-hmm. I told you." So, okay, tell me the story. Um, this was after my daughter was born. She was my third child. Okay, uh, my husband and I were. Getting intimate, I guess you would say, yes. and he asked me, when are you going to start working on getting your pre-pregnancy body back? Oh! oh no. It's horrible. <laughs> Were you like, after I'm done having all of your children, thank you. <laughs> I was like, my daughter at the time, I think, was like seven weeks old. So oh, like, man. Like, you tried pushing that thing out of you. Damn, man. Dang! <laughs> Mm, oh, that that is man. rough. I I imagine, may stand corrected. Imagine being naked and having that said to you. I can't, I can't. Mandy, what's up? My husband actually said something to me when we were intimate that he didn't really notice. He we were you know messing around or whatever, and he started rubbing on my leg, 
And I was like, what? And he goes, there's like dimples there. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, I don't know. I think it was just the way your leg was. And I was like, you talking about my cellulite? And he goes, no, it's not that. It's not, let's just, you know. Whatever. <laughs> wow. So I was mortified by There's that. There's dimples there. Oh. He's like, well, I'm going to go sleep on the couch and go eat some more bonbons. Thank yes. you. Yes. Oh, my. I just know in your husband's head, it's, it, that sounded fine to him. He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to find out. Yeah. Trying to find problems. them dimples, girl. He still doesn't get it. Uh, uh, we got a text here a second ago. This is one of my favorite texts that came in. Miguel, share that one. <sighs> yeah, this is horrible. Somebody texted and said, I was once told, oh, yeah. Yeah, I see those rolls you were talking about. I was 110 pounds. What? Oh, really? That's bad. That's bad. Uh, Kim. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I knew y'all existed, and I because I know guys are dumb. I just felt just... like this was not even a thing, and clearly it wasn't yes. until afterward. Okay, 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 okay. So we're trying to find out, you know, what in the world did a guy say to you when you were naked that was just horrible? Well, it was my boyfriend. We had been together like two years. Well, he's my ex now. And, um, you know, we were getting intimate, and we took our clothes off, and he's like, wow, your butt sure has gotten big, hasn't it? Uh, and I was just like, oh, my God. What did, you, what did you say about What did you say? I was just shocked. I put my clothes back on and left. Amen. I, that was going to be my next question is, do you continue to go with it after he says something like that? I don't yeah. think he probably meant that was, was a bad man. Well, he probably did. But yeah. Well, if you're a strong person like him, you will. If you're passive like me, you go, thanks, and keep going. Oh. <laughs> I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> I'm just glad somebody finally joined me. Oh. <laughs> and that's it, man. We're done for today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I really do mean that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, actually, you know what? I'm working on something really cool with our podcast right now. Uh, they just happened to have a meeting about it today, and I'm really excited about some growth potential with the show. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, I, I told you this week, if you'd like, we'd love to fill up the voicemail with a bunch of happy birthday messages to my mom because she's the best and she deserves all the birthday praise. So if you want to call and be a part of this, her birthday was on Monday, 888-Kramer8. I'd love to have your well wishes on here this week too for her. So 888-Kramer8 for the world's best mom's birthday. I love you. I will see you tomorrow for a brand new Ask My Mom. Great conversation, by the way, right now on the certified fan page about yesterday's with the when should you let your kids spend the night? over, uh, you know, at the opposite sex house. So, 888, Kramer 8. All right, love you. See you tomorrow, bye. My name is Teresa James, and I'm from Lakeland, Florida. I just wanted to wish Mama Nancy a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mama Nancy. Love you always. This is Pam from Camden, South Carolina. Today's your birthday. Wish you many more. Health and wealth and friends by the score. Cut the cake and eat some more. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nancy. Hello, my name is Elijah, and I just wanted to say happy birthday to Mama Nancy. Love you forever. This is Lisa from Goodyear wanting to call and say happy birthday to Mama Nancy. Mama Nancy, 69 years. Wow. What a blessing you are to us as a CMB family, and what a blessing you are to your family to provide them with the love, the support, and just the knowledge that you, you have. That you bring it to all of us every day, and you feel like you really, truly are our mother. And we love you, and we appreciate you so, so, so much. Have a happiest, loveliest, wonderfulest birthday. We love you, Mama Nancy. 
Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.